hear that did you guys hear those jams dude i got a new intro song it's crazy it's magnificent like what am i gonna do i had my uh my boy make it for me mr um mr nicolo i do not remember your last name uh but he is a comedian and apparently a music producer uh, in up in Tulsa. Met him through the Art House Grind. What up? I want to um, I want to have him on the podcast one of these days. Um, he's a cool guy. He's a funny dude. Uh, I feel like we could really ham it up on here. You guys would like that, right? Huh? Would you? Could you? Should you? Yes. Sorry, I'm I'm on one. Uh, this is on YouTube. Hey, YouTube. Uh, I'm really trying to get back on my YouTube grind. Um, I'm sure if you're watching this on YouTube, you've also noticed maybe there's some other shit on there. If you're listening to this through your ears, maybe you should go to Good After Morning on YouTube. And uh, maybe, I don't know subscribe uh like all my videos leave comments um be sure to hit that notification bell to never miss a new upload and all that good shit um but yeah i want to be on my youtube grind uh it's one of the main reasons i wanted an intro song um or had one made uh because the song that I had been using and then eventually stopped using for this reason uh, was the <laughs> little shitty one that I made that was basically just Good Morning by Kanye West. But, you know, like I used the beat, uh, I used him saying Good Morning, and then at some point in that song he says After. So I just clipped the After and put that in. And Nicola was kind of a G. And uh, toss that into the the new song. I'm sure you guys heard that. So shout out to him. He's sticking to the culture. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna be trying to do more video things. Uh, YouTube, Instagram. I haven't decided if I want to give my soul to the Chinese mind virus that is TikTok, but uh, I probably need to, to be honest. Um, I've avoided TikTok for the most part. Um, when I saw, like, when TikToks first were coming out, it was only people falling down. Or like a Down Syndrome girl, like, eating with her mouth open or something. Like, it was, it was... Let's just say lowbrow comedy. Okay. 
And then slowly the tits took it over and then it became like fucking, you know, like uh, a lot of fuck, you know, a lot of elbow and wrist movements and just having a great time. Um, But the app itself, I heard pretty early on, was very invasive. So I was like, eh, I probably don't want to do that. And then eventually I downloaded it. And then I just never delete it, deleted it, but I continued to talk shit on TikTok and talk about how bad it was while it was infesting my phone and I wasn't even using it. Um, so that, that's cool, right? That's, uh, that's how my TikTok time went. <laughs> I eventually deleted it again because I realized, like, what the fuck, like, it's still tracking my location, analyzing my house, and fucking listening to every conversation I ever have, and storing it on a Chinese computer that will soon be used to create freaking Chinese and English-speaking robots that are better at speaking freaking English and Chinese than us. Is that what you guys want? It's not what I want, so I gotta get back on TikTok. (laughs) It's a great way to grow. And that's the, uh, that's the bulk of it. Um, there's a lot of eyes there. And regardless of, like, it's a little shaky on how exactly those eyes are calculated. Because I'm pretty sure TikTok counts it. Uh, as soon as that video touches your screen, that's a, that's a view. Like, even if you scroll, it's a view. So, like, that's already inflating it. And I feel like there's other ways because there's some of these, like, there's the smallest channels just have crazy, like, because I look at a lot of social media at my job. And there's just some of these, like, grilling TikTok people that'll just have a random ass video. And they've got, like, 10K subs. And I guess it's just the viral effect. But, like, it'll have, like, 10 million, 20 million plus views on like one, just one random video. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, you'd think if the algorithm was hitting that hard, it would hit for like more than just one, you know? Like, the spike doesn't, it's not a single line when it spikes, it's a, it's one of those. Like, or maybe it goes straight up but then trickles down because you're gonna have. Like people are going to follow from that. It's like 20 million views. I don't know. I'm not making any sense. I'm a little high. Uh, but yeah. going to get on TikTok one of these days. Um, I've got a... Uh, just a little about me. My day to day. I've got a uh, Call of Duty match. Um, tonight actually. Shortly after this podcast. Um, I'm probably going to eat and jack off and then uh, hop into the Discord, you know what I'm saying? Um, This is my third match that I've done, or third night of matches. Um, In total, I've done four, because there's two each night that we do them. Um, If you guys missed the previous episode, uh, I've been casting Call of Duty... For the Call of Duty Rec League, a large Discord uh, community, um, 
it's like 5,000 strong and growing. And from all the hype that's building around Modern Warfare 2, it seems like it's going to be a good year for it. Um, this Call of Duty that's out right now <clears throat> is not the best. In fact, it's ass. Uh, Vanguard is moderately fun. Um, the only thing that's fun about it is the shooting. And even that's fucked because there's bloom on the subs. Uh, definitely not on the ARs. Definitely not. So, like, the ARs are laser beams. The subs are laser beams. But at range, they have random bullet spray, which is ass. Uh... But then they can also three bullet people at range. Weird. Headshot multiplier in this game is fucking crazy. If you hit a headshot on Call of Duty Vanguard, you probably won the fight. Or you should. Because that is, uh... That's a lot of damage. (laughs) You, like, put somebody at, like, 10 health for a headshot. It's crazy. But... The maps, the random gameplay mechanics, like destructible walls all over the map, uh, windows and doors that you have to like manually open um, and get fucking glitched. Like, still to this day, I could boot up ranked Vanguard right now. In the end of the game's life cycle. And I bet if I tried to run through 10 destructible walls, because there's tax sprinting in the game, right? It's kind of like a double sprint. When you double sprint, you are supposed to be able to run through all these dumbass fucking wooden walls that they put all over the map. Um, However, that doesn't work. (laughs) If you were to run into 10 walls, I would bet you would clear maybe 7 of them. And that seems pretty good. You know, 70% of the wooden walls. Yeah. There's a fuckload of wooden walls. Alright? You start not running through walls, like, multiple times a map. And tell me how you feel about Call of Duty Vanguard. (laughs) When you're in a clutch situation, some guy shoots you in the ass cheeks. You make the fucking five forehead play. Holy shit. Double sprint, run out this wall right next to me and, you know, whatever else. You go to run through the wall. Bonk. You bump your head. Or better yet, you run through the wall. Bonk. You bump your head. And the other half of the wall that you didn't hit breaks. So then you try to run through that. Can't. You know why? Because since since you hit it weird to the game, you know, since the game thinks you hit it off-center... It's going to leave some bullshit at the bottom that you now your player model can't fit through the hole. So, good luck. That means you die. That means you just run into the wall for like three seconds and you die. Uh, often. It's terrible. They have these dumbass windows that open facing you. So, there's a, a few different spots. The most infa- infamous one is this map called Tuscan. There's a really important POI on the map called Fire. It's just a two-story little building. It's got windows and those dumbass destructible walls all over it. 
the main, actually the only way you can get through fire from the middle of the map is to climb up on this little windowsill and go through the window. However, there are windows on the window, like little window, uh, what are those called? Like shades, like the little shutters. Yeah, shutters. Um, those open to you, like facing you. So when you're standing on the little stupid ledge that they give you to climb up and like get through the window, the windows won't open because they're hitting your body. You have to like invisibly stand off the ledge but still be holding it with like your fucking toenails and then you can open it. But that's really hard to do. So in a clutch situation, again, (laughs) you just can't get anywhere and it's frustrating as fuck to be honest with you i hate getting caught in that window getting caught at that window in the middle of tuscan is probably the worst experience you can have in vanguard not gonna lie because <laughs> it just snowballs and you're in the middle of the map it's like the main traffic area so like you want to get the fuck out you know it's not good not great um it's a lot of fun to cast, though. Not gonna lie. Vanguard, not very fun to play. It is fun to watch. Uh, competitive Call of Duty was fun this year. Uh, some good storylines, crazy shit was going on. But now I'm casting. Uh, and it's going really well, to be honest. I'm liking it. Um, I've casted with two people so far. I think the casting roster is maybe six people deep, maybe seven. Uh, (laughs) But the last time I went, I casted with this guy named Hold My Coffee. And he is over the age of 50, for sure. I think he told me how old he was. But he's he's a seasoned man. And he's a bus driver. And he streams on Twitch. And cast Call of Duty as of this year. <laughs> I don't know how long he's been streaming on Twitch, to be honest. Um, I need to I need to follow his channel and quit being fake, to be honest. But he's like, I don't know, it's funny because he's an old man. Or, you know, older. And he looks it. And he kind of sounds like it. Like, I bet coffee likes a cigarette. But... He's like <laughs> talking Discord lingo and like Twitch, like he's speaking in Twitch chat. It's weird. It's it's kind of weird. Not gonna lie. Um, it's really fun casting with him. To be honest, he's a riot. Um, but tonight I'm with this guy named CNK. Uh, that's his Discord name. I don't know any of these people's actual fucking names. Um, it's. That's how, that's how gaming is. Okay, Grandpa? You just call them by freaking their badass gamer tag. Shadow Panda 412 <laughs> That's not me. I'm Big T001. That was actually my first gamer tag. Um, Big T001. And then my first, like... Because I didn't get internet for a while um, growing up. I didn't get internet in my house until I was like a freshman in high school. So, for most of my gaming career, basically, 
the lifespan of the like until the PS4 came out, I didn't have internet. Let's put it that way. Um <laughs> So on the PS3 I played on Big T001 just, you know, playing Skyrim and fucking shit like that. Call of Duty custom games. <laughs> you know, all that shit. Uh when I first got online though, I was Ramblin' Rodriguez. And if you guys know the name Ramblin' Rodriguez, you're a real one. For one of two reasons. One, because that's my old PSN name. And if you knew me back then, that means you're a real one. I'm not going to go any deeper than that. Two. If you know the name Ramblin' Rodriguez because it was in Futurama, then you are indeed a real one. Because that is the name of Bender... Yeah, that that's Bender's name whenever he decides to be a folk singer like Beck. Or I think he has like a long dream of being a folk singer or something, but that's his that's his name. Old Ramblin' Rodriguez. So that's who I became. A folk singer like Beck that played a lot of Battlefield 3 and uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. That was basically all I played when I first got internet. Ooh, Grand Theft Auto 5, too. That was, like, when GTA Online came out, basically. Because I played on the... Like, now that I think about it, I, I was playing on the PS3 for maybe, like, half a year or more before I got a PS4. So, I did quite a bit of gaming on the on the old PS3 Online. No fucking party chat. It's pretty bad, not gonna lie. <laughs> so for all you gamers out there, I'm sure you know. But Xbox 360 had the party chat feature, which was amazing, honestly. You could have, I think it's eight friends, maybe ten. And I think it was eight in the original Xbox chats. And you guys could just fucking talk and then play different games and vibe. You know, you always have your boys. You can just play with your boys no matter what. That's how gaming is now. But back then, very new thing. Couldn't do that on the PS3. Because <laughs> for whatever reason, Satoshi Hakamama from Tokyo said, No party chatu. And everybody went, Huzzah. And then Xbox had it and they said, Nah. We'll wait for the PS4 to do that and make it a fucking selling point. <laughs> so stupid, dude. I hate whenever they do shit like that. I like games do it, gaming companies do it. They withhold something in the game so that it can be released later. Uh this is really popular with multiplayer games, um especially ones that have battle passes. Because, uh, you know, oh, we can, when the Battle Pass launches, you can fucking get these two extra maps that weren't on launch. And then also, these two game modes that weren't on launch. We just had them. We just thought we should just, like, wait, like, a month or two to, to release them. It, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. Because then... 
I'm mainly speak. I'm, I'm talking about Call of Duty still. Battlefield 2045, 2056, 73. I don't know. That game's ass. Terrible. Okay. It had the same issue. I don't know if they ended up doing a battle pass on that game. God, I hope they didn't. Because that means people probably paid money for it. Ugh. Imagine buying that game and then spending extra money on it. (laughs) So bad. 2042. That's the name of that. Um, But no, I'm talking about Call of Duty when I'm talking about shallow-ass games. I don't know why. Like, it it's just became a thing where, like, on launch, the game feels shallow. Like, it just feels shallow. Like, there's not a lot of content. You know, you play the first month, and you're like, wow, I feel like I've done it all. And then you play for the second month, and you go, holy, now I'm max level, and I've really done it all. And then you just die a slow death until the fucking battle pass comes out. And then they finally release, oh, here's a couple game modes and, you know, maps across the board and all this shit. It's so dumb. It's so, so dumb. Um, they're going to do it for Modern Warfare 2. I know they are. But I swear to God, if that game doesn't have league play or ranked play on launch... I'm going to throw a fit. I'm going to call up Joe Activision and tell him that his wife's a whore. And you know how I know that? Because I kissed her. (laughs) Something I do. But no, for real. uh, The last three games haven't had ranked or league play on launch. And uh, Call of Duty, like the CDL is slowly getting more popular. Like more people are getting interested in um, competitive Call of Duty and they want to experience it. How do you do that? Custom games? Or ranked matchmaking? Every other fucking successful, you know, AAA competitive title, every big eSport game has a really good ranked system. And ranked mode. Call of Duty doesn't. It's really stupid. Like the ELO system and the way they take it all in. It's all based off skill based matchmaking. I heard it calculates like how many inputs you press per minute. (laughs) Is like analyzed into this shit. And it's all based off of like objective shit. So it's like you... Capping hills and defusing bombs gets you more um, elo than just being a better player. Which, I can see the merit in that. It it would be nice if fucking ranked play kids would run to the hill more. But then there's no incentive to even level up. To even move up in elo. Because when you win a game, you go up by 6 or 10. And then... When you lose, you go down by 30. And then if something happens and you, like, lag out, or if, uh, say, somebody on your team dodges or something like that, it'll adjust the ELO. So maybe you'll win one and you'll win 30. But, eh, 
it's a terrible system. Like, there's no good incentives to actually climb the ranks. Nobody grinds rank play. Like, I suppose the top 200 or top 250, I think, is how they segment it. Probably fucking grind rank play, but come on. Nobody, like, if those people are all, like, trying to be competitive Call of Duty players. It's not a casual, accessible ranked play system just because it's shit your teammates are always shit if you win too many you start playing fucking like it'll give you burner matches so that you do better like you'll play a team that is like literally is shooting the floor and you're like okay these are the boys i always play with the hell's going on here and you obviously just eat their ass, you know, six ohm and search, 100 point club them and hard point. But then the next three matches you play are like people way above you. I don't get it. Like, I, I really don't get it. Uh, it's a weird ass system. I just wish it made any sort of sense. Um, I don't know, man. Call of Duty, it really. Like at its core, it, the call the skeleton of Call of Duty is really good. It is a really fun game, fun game modes. It's got a rich competitive history, you know, lots of storylines and shit. But the skin that the developers choose to hang over that skeleton every year is fucking terrible, <laughs> or at least it has been. Like uh, Cold War, the game that came out before this one. Um, way better of a game. I actually re-downloaded that, and we've been playing the league play on that, which has an even worse league play system. I don't even want to get into that. It like the the ranks don't even matter. It's like a weird. I don't know. Um, so <laughs> it's still like mechanically a way better game than than Vanguard. Uh, but it's still like not great. You know, like, it's not, uh, it's got its weirdness, it's got its cheekiness. Um, competitively, it's actually pretty good, but playing pubs in that game is fucking terrible. Like, there's so many, like, two-bullet LMGs, and the snipers are fucking busted in that game. It's, uh, I don't know, it's kind of a shite experience for all involved. There's a kitty rubbing my ankles. Hey, what are you doing down there? Come here. Come here. I love you. Yeah. Come around here. Uh huh. Come around the back side. She's like underneath my chair. Hey, you little fucker. She ran away. Well, now what am I going to do? No, don't you do it. Don't you hit those wires. Okay. God. She almost started yanking on the amalgamation of wires that's coming out of the back of my camera's tripod and the lights I have set up. Yeah, I've got a nice little tripwire system set up. And Hey, don't you do it. Okay. I had to make eye contact real quick. <laughs> Let her fucking know that I'm watching her. I'll beat her ass. She tried something funny. <laughs> and uh oh hey great kitty 
Now I got lots of kitties by me. Um, no, let's fucking talk about cats for a minute. You know what's weird about cats? Is that... Ah, I'm just kidding. I don't want to fucking talk about cats. I didn't have anything for that. <laughs> I'm just spitballing here. You can tell I still prepare greatly before each podcast. I really put a lot of thought into what I'm going to talk about before each one. Um, psych. Haha. <laughs> and now um, I'm going camping this weekend, actually. And I'm hype about it. I'm very hype. We're going to go camp down in Spavanaugh by Spavanaugh Crick. Home of Mickey Mantle, son. What you know about him? Freaking greatest baseball player this side of freaking freaking New York City. That's what. And uh, <laughs> it's going to be a good time. <laughs> uh I really like camping, man. I think I'm going to be doing a lot of camping in the next, like, month and a half, two months. Uh, we're moving into September, into October. We had a fucking hot-ass summer, bro. <coughs> like, why was it so hot? Were the cows really farting that much? That's not real, by the way. That's, that does not cause global warming. Um, don't take it from me, though. Take it from freaking science, make science bird, because that's where I heard it. But no, I, I, like, my transmission fucking fell out of my car, basically, uh, in the Nissan that I bought. So, I, it's got a CVT transmission in it, which is, um, acronym for, Really fucking expensive and complicated. So, nobody around here except for like two fucking people uh, can work on them. And one of them lives in, lives in bumfuck uh, Delaware County. And that's where my car is right now. He's been working on it since June. Um, I was told, kind of, before I uh, started dealing with him. That he was very slow. And I was like, hmm. Well, hopefully he's not like that for me. But, uh, yeah, I gave him my car in, like, the middle of June. Maybe the beginning of June. And it is now September. Uh, so I have been driving my uncle's 1994 Ford F-150. It has no air condition. It has one singular bench seat. The radio's not great. And, um, that's about it. So that's what I have been driving in the hottest summer since fucking like 1930-something. Also, it's a V8 made in 1993. I don't know if you guys are car guys at all. But VH drink a lot of goddamn gas. And freaking Joe Byron made the gas prices like a million this year. And I know you guys have seen all the evidence of that. When you go to the gas station and you see the sticker that has him pointing and it says, I did this. That's how I know he did it. That fuck. 
He's just taunting us. His little decrepit old ass is sending out secret service to all the gas stations, putting up dumbass stickers saying, ha, I did this. We know, Joe. We know you did it. All right? Cut it out. I'm getting real tired of this baloney, you know? This country used to mean something. It used to stand for something. And it's high time we make it good again. I'm just kidding, y'all. I'm not a big Trump guy. He is funny. I'll give him that. And uh, that's about it. That's about all I'll give him. Because as a politician... Eh. You know? Like, I like the way he went about it. He went about being a president the same way I would go about being a president, which is just freeball that shit, bro. Like, I would just be showing up every day, putting my feet on the fucking desk. You know, just be like, all right, give it to me. What, what do I got to sign? Come on, let's move along here. You know, I got a meeting with fucking Obama in, in 20 minutes here. And, you know, they'd give me the little brief, and I'd be like, all right, cool. Uh, uh, eeny, meeny, you, take care of that shit. All right. I'll see y'all at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> so I identify greatly with how Trump would run his presidency because that is how, exactly how I would do it, uh, like to a T. So um, good on him. Good on him. Uh, I only wish I had the hair that Donald Trump had. Dude, did you see? Oh. Oh, I couldn't do it twice. On camera, I just caught myself catching a hair that was drifting through the air. Very hard to do. Very hard to do. And I'm not just gassing that, dude. I'm not. It freaking took ninja accuracy and skill to not only grasp the hair, but locate it, react to it, and then grasp it. Okay? So butt off my case, idiots. I hope I catch freaking crawdads this weekend. I love catching crawdads. Like seriously, I am a... I'm a problem for the local crawdad population. If if I may say so myself. Um, I've been known as the craw reaper. Yeah. I've been calling myself that for many years. And... Other people have called me it too, a couple times. Uh, but I'm—I don't know. I'm good at it. I like catching them. It's a lot of fun. Just go on there, flip a rock. Holy fuck! A tiny lobster grab. Good time, you know. I used to like <laughs> brutally sunburn my back at the creek because I sometimes. I went through a phase. I don't really do it so much anymore, but I went through a phase of uh, using a snorkel whenever I was hunting crawdads because you can just kind of belly float in like, you know, two, three feet of water and, you know, you're right there just moving your hands. I would usually have my feet sticking out behind me and uh, just always have your mask in the water because you have a snorkel. And I would literally get crawdads like that for hours. So, my back 
would turn the color of um red i don't know i couldn't think of anything <laughs> i couldn't think of anything quick enough but i would get severely sunburned it was bad like my shit was steady peeling um dude a, a bad sunburn is terrible you know and that's something that you know all these minority people are taking for granted cuz us white folk us whiteies i don't know why i call them minorities <laughs> but us whiteies uh that shit hurts bro getting getting like a real deep sunburn like where you're wearing a shirt but you can feel the layer of heat in between the shirt and your skin cuz you're just cooking like your body is just like constantly irradiating heat fucking terrible dude it's not good for you that's how you get freaking melanin or melanoma that's that's what i meant to say that is how you get melanin though you get sunburned a couple times the old melanoids they come trickling up if you guys don't know what melanin is read a fucking book you racist anyways um no, it's going to be a good weekend. We're camping. You guys like that I just go on like constant five-minute tangents like I am right now. This is a tangent. But then just bring it back to whatever loose fucking topic I was talking about. I really need to start writing shit down, bro. This is kind of embarrassing, not going to lie. <laughs> but... uh we're camping this weekend because it's Harvest Fest in Spavanaugh, <clears throat> which is like a local music festival. Um, as far as I know, there's not any like big headliners playing, you know, meaning like a big yawn. There's not like a, a national level band playing, um, which is cool, actually. I, I really dig that. Uh, one of our friends, I say our, meaning my girlfriend and I's friends, uh, Megan Faulkner is going to be playing in it. She has a band, I believe, called the Faulkner Duo. Or it might just be the Faulkners. I'm not really sure. Um, but she's been playing music for basically since she got out of high school, I'm pretty sure, which is badass, like good honor. She's the same age as us, I think. Maybe a year younger. Um but she's making a decent living playing bar shows, you know. She's booked. Last time I was talking about it cuz she was she's talking about going more to Tulsa, so I was like, "Hey, you got to get to our home, you know. That's how you meet musical homies." Um but she was saying that she was like booked all the way through Christmas or some shit, and this was like in the middle of the summer, so it's pretty good. Um just kind of have your whole shit planned out like that. You know, that is definitely a female thing to do. I would not be doing that. I'd be like, all right, Saturday night, where are we playing? <laughs> uh, yeah, I've I've been really trying to get over my whole procrastination shit. Uh, it's very difficult. That shit is in my bones, bro. It is deep. But getting better. You know, it's getting a, it's getting a lot easier to just kind of do shit. Like I didn't procrastinate really at all before doing this podcast. Um, 
kind of just came home, set it up, got a little high, came in here. There you go. It's pretty good. It's usually not the case, let me tell you. It's usually like an hour buffer in there somewhere. <laughs> but uh, we get better each day. I've been trying to flip that tire more often. Um, been slacking this week and last week, actually. So maybe I haven't been trying to flip that tire more often. <laughs> uh. But I really, like, I really enjoy doing that. I don't know if I've talked about it or not, but there's a big-ass tractor tire, like, a 100 yards from my house. So I like to walk over there and flip that bitch and kind of run around, and that's what I've been doing for working out. That and uh, not eating as much. I've kind of incorporated some fasting, some lint in my belly button. Let me pick that live on the podcast. And you know what? If you guys tune in to Good After Morning on YouTube.com, you can see me pick lint out of my belly button live. You can also see me put a THC-covered tampon into my ass on YouTube, which, I mean, that's up to you. I know what I'd be doing. Freaking some of that, you know? A little bit of suck-suck, a little fuck-fuck. That was a wild time. I basically did that out of spite. Like I said I would do it out as, as a joke. But then like a week later I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. Some high schoolers called me gay. <laughs> so I did it and then sent it to them. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Dutch, man. What the fuck is that guy up to? I'm pretty sure he blocked me on Snapchat. God. He's a dumbass, not gonna lie. You heard it here first. And I think there's an entire episode of me talking about that situation. Which is actually a pretty good episode, if I do remember. Um, I I basically just shit on him for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes. I just need to send him that podcast like a year later. Just let him know that I'm still thinking about it. I'm not. That's the first time I thought about it. It was today, actually. I swear, dude. I swear. I swear it doesn't bother me anymore, dude. I'm way over it. Like, I got over it like after, like before it happened, I was even over it. Uh, so, don't judge me, please. Or else I'll shove a tampon in my ass and post it places. Um... Uh, wasn't that bad, to be honest with you. I I don't know why, but I thought the tampon would be rougher. You know? But it goes in a vagina, so like... You're, you're literally sticking it inside of somebody. So like, I don't know, like I kind of felt like... You ever, you ever like grabbed a wad of paper that's like kind of really tightly wadded up? And, you know, you just feel it kind of poke your hand, you know. That's what I thought it was going to be like for some reason. I thought it was going to be like shoving a, like a, a sheet of notebook paper in my ass. Um, Quite the opposite. I put THC lube all over it and um, just went right up. What do you know? 
I would have compared that high to maybe eating like 30 milligrams of edibles. Something like that. 25. Not like a crazy edible dose, but you know, enough to kind of, enough to make you think about yourself a little bit. Uh, it's good. It's good. I'd do it again. Fuck it. Give I got a goal, and if I reach it, putting a tampon in my ass. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that was me trying to think of something on the fly. Didn't work out. But, hey, if you want me to put a tampon in my ass, comment on this video below. And the secret comment word. All right, okay. The secret comment word is Mr. Big. All right. So if I see some Mr. Big in the chat, that's how I know. Okay. So, guys, I'm going to end it here. It was a weird one. Not going to lie. I talked a lot of Call of Duty. Um, talked a lot of Hoot Nanny. It's really hard to remember what you've been talking about whenever you talk for 45 minutes solid. Uh, especially when you don't prepare. So maybe the lesson of today is uh, start preparing a little bit again. I used to do it. Now I don't. So if you learn anything from this podcast, if you learn anything from me for today, it's better to prepare. It is better to prepare. So I'll catch you guys later. Good after morning on YouTube. Good after morning wherever you listen to your podcasts. And DMR20 on Twitter. Have a good one, y'all. Peace.